in the movie Space Jam. That's right. The original, an awesome movie. You see how the NBA players have their talent and power stolen from them. What about in life? Are we allowing someone or something to steal our joy and peace? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truth. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports, and today, sports movies that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson with Luke Heaton. This is a special edition of the Unpacking It podcast, as our topic for today is based around the movie Space Jam starring Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. And we're going to have an awesome conversation about the movie, how it relates to life and, and the Bible, and, and hopefully just uh, encourage one another uh, through just kind of what we see on the screen when it comes to Space Jam. And, and so this time of year, uh, we're going to do four of these episodes. Last week, hopefully you enjoyed our conversation about Rookie of the Year. Uh, but we'll do Space Jam today, and then we've got two other movies on the horizon that uh, that should be fun as well. So be on the lookout for those. Uh, also, our Fantasy Football Fellowship podcast is launched and out, and so encourage you to go listen to that and prepare for your fantasy drafts. And we also hope that you'll become a member of Fantasy Football Fellowship. Bring the content to your league. Bring it to your church. Or if you want to be an individual and join one of the Unpacking It Leagues, you can do that as well. But go to fantasyfootballfellowship.com. Also, if you want to subscribe to the Unpacking It devotional, uh, you can go to unpackingit.com. That's free. Goes out Monday, Wednesday, Friday in your email inbox. And, and so check that out, unpackingit.com. The Unpacking It podcast is brought to you by Sugar Creek Coffee. SugarCreekCoffee.com. Use the promo code UNPACK. And at Sugar Creek Coffee Roasters, they specialize in handcrafted, small batch, artisan roasted coffee. And they want you to experience their fresh roasted coffee. And so they don't roast until you actually place an order. And so you'll get fresh roasted coffee at your front door. And we always encourage you to order two bags uh, help with shipping costs. And, and so check it out, check it out. Hopefully you're, you're enjoying your sugar Creek coffee. Like I am and keep it going, keep the orders coming. And if you haven't tried it yet, now's the time sugarcreekcoffee.com promo code unpack. All right. So today's movie it's space jam. And you know, my daughter's four Maddie, well, she'll be four in August. And so 
I've, you know, started to watch some, some Disney movies with her. Some of the, you know, the ones that I <laughs> maybe haven't watched in a long time. And, you know, some of the classics and we watched Aladdin the other day. And so we're easing into it. I try to be, you know, protective and make sure the, the content's good. But uh, even some of those Disney movies are like, ooh, really? That was in there? Yikes. Let's fast forward that. Uh, but Space Jam, this was an early favorite for Maddie. And of course, I love it. I still love it. As a 36-year-old, this is such a great movie. And to think, you know, the childhood hero for all of us that, that were sports fans in the 90s, Michael Jordan, also showed that he could be an actor. He was a legit actor in this movie. You throw in the Looney Tunes and Bugs Bunny. You throw in a couple of my other favorite NBA players from the Hornets, Larry Johnson and Muggsy Bogues. You've got yourself an absolute blockbuster hit. So, Luke, Space Jam. At what point did you say, hey, this is an awesome movie, and at this point in your life, is this still still one of your favorites? So early on, it's an awesome movie. Absolutely love it and still holds up. Something for me is I so I was born in the late 90s, but I'm obsessed with old clips, uh, any type of cameo of late 90s, early 2000s NBA players. That's why, to me, like Mike, I love that because you got, you know, Steve Nash in a Mavs jersey. It's like that era of basketball, I love because I grew up on that as a, as a young kid. So these are like sports heroes for me. And so in Space Jam, you know, seeing Sean Bradley, it's like, oh, oh let's go. My little Mavs, Sean Bradley. It's like So, you know, Charles Barkley in his son's jersey. And I just... I love the movie. Also, Looney Tunes holds up for sure as well. And all the characters. It's a perfect blend. It's such a good movie. Michael Jordan isn't cringe. He does a great job. Yeah. The storyline is fantastic. I've I bought in immediately and I am still I still have my stock in, in Space Jam. All right. So you can see my studio and I like to collect these little, you know, little figurines. Don't call them dolls, but little, little <laughs> athletes. And, you know, we got Grant Hill, Alex Rodriguez, Jim Kelly. I just got Michael Johnson with the gold shoes. That's a recent addition. Cordell Stewart, Dennis Rodman. Anyway, I got all these guys. Well, this is, you know, this is the majority of my collection. However, at home, guess what I have? A Michael Jordan Looney Tune or a Tune oh, Squad jersey squad. figurine. And so that's at that's at that's at home. That's the that's the personal collection. Um, that so, was a common anyway, jersey in uh, in college for uh, Tune Squad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Michael Jordan Tune Squad or uh, Bugs Bunny Tune Squad jersey. That was that. That was nice. pretty popular. It, it, so this movie it was very clever, and, and and I would also say just the concept of cartoon and live action combining as well as it does just for a movie period, I think is great. It's just kind of seamless. Goes back and forth. And then also the, the fact that Michael Jordan plays himself, which that's the way to do it with these athletes. Then you get them in the movie, they play themselves. They can, they can do that. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, he, he did the lines well and it kind of mixed into like his real life story too. And playing mm -hmm. baseball. And yeah, totally. You, know, you, you remember all that. Yeah. And, and then, you know, these players at that time were big time stars, you know, Charles Barkley, who's still all these years later is a star, but that was when he was playing. And Muggsy yep. Bogues, a 5'3 guy. Sean Bradley, a 7'6 guy. Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma. You know, Patrick Ewing <laughs> being in New York with the Knicks. Right. And he was boys yeah. with, with Jordan. So all those guys being in the movie, 
then you add on how good the music is. The, yep. the Space Jam soundtrack Amazing. still is fantastic. Totally. I'll crank that in the basement with the girls, and they love Space Jam. We're dunking on the on the pink Little Tykes basketball hoop in the basement. <laughs> good summer music. Space Jam. Good summer soundtrack. Throw it on yes. at the pool. It's uh, got a basketball Jones. Hit them high. <laughs> hit them high. Oh I mean, yeah. These are these are great songs. Um, you mentioned Fly Like an Eagle. Oh, so not good. Not necessarily my favorite, but that's your favorite. Or it's, you like that one? To me, it's hard not to be happy when that song comes on. <laughs> Just true. the sound of it. Not even sure I really know the lyrics, but the the sound of it is is incredible. That's right. So hopefully you've seen Space Jam. If you haven't, you know, here's kind of a, a refresher, and we'll we'll dive into kind of what we want to talk about today. But it's all about Michael Jordan saving the Looney Tunes because these other cartoon characters from another crazy planet uh, have come to basically take the Looney Tunes back to their planet to entertain the people that are coming to their planet. And so in order to get out of this, you know, uh, being taken away, the Looney Tunes challenge these, these little creatures from Moron Mountain, which is also hilarious, um, <laughs> these little guys to a basketball game because they're small. So like, oh, we'll beat them in basketball. And even though the Looney Tunes are not very tall to begin with, but um, <laughs> then these, these little creatures figure out, well, what are we going to do? We got to do something to be able to be better at basketball. So they steal the talent from all of these, these basketball players that, mm -hmm. that, we, that we just mentioned. And, and so now all of a sudden they turn into monsters. So these cartoon characters, monsters. And they've got all these, you know, talent, basketball talent. They're strong. They're big. So the Looney Tunes go, wait, 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 what are we going to do? How are we going to deal with this? Let's go get Michael Jordan. So they get the real Michael Jordan to come yep. join him in Looney Tune land. And then this matchup is, is what the movie's all about. Who will so win? Good. And, and it comes down to the final game, the final plays. Bill Murray, tremendous cameo performance in the oh, movie. Yeah. Larry Bird. Larry, Larry Bird, Bird did it too great. on the golf course. So um, good. And just the the game, the final game, just the gameplay is hilarious. Because the Looney Tunes, I mean, they're driving cars on the court. They're busting out all these shenanigans. It's <laughs> it's hilarious. And Michael Jordan's doing his thing. And it's just an absolutely incredible movie. I mean, completely outrageous, but incredible. I, I use a number of these lines in everyday life, too. Like I, like I said with Rookie of the Year, even though last week I didn't mention specific lines as much as I should have. But one of the lines I love from Space Jam is the uh, when they're on the golf course, and I think it's Bill Murray, he goes, it is alive. <laughs> I, don't know why I, use, I don't even know in what context I use that, but I, I just find myself, it is alive. <laughs> so I love that. And then um, the uh, the guy from Seinfeld, Wayne Knight, yep. uh, who plays the, like the PR guy for the minor league baseball team and kind of Michael Jordan's uh, right-hand man or whatever takes care of whatever, whatever the role is exactly. But um, the Looney Tunes call. Yeah. He's large and slow <laughs> yeah. and a dork. I love that. I love that line. That's, right. That's good. So I use that often describing myself. <laughs> so yeah, those, are, those are some of the good ones, Yeah, but it's a great movie. Uh, it's fun. It's, you know, I, I haven't finished the LeBron version so I'll, I'll I'll hold off my my thoughts on that, but it's hard to beat this original, this original Space Jam, mid '90s, right yep. at the height of of Jordan's you know fame and all, all that, that that went along with the the rise of Jordan at that time. 
But I want to focus in on, you know, there's this, there's this scene in the movie where Charles Barkley's, you know, walking around and he shows up to a pickup basketball game and some girls that are playing basketball. And he goes, Hey, I'm Charles Barkley. And, and they're, they're in disbelief that it's actually him. But then he goes out and plays and he can't even play. He's got, because his, his game's gone. It's game. His game has been stolen. His skills, his talent yeah. gone. Can't even play in a pickup game. And you know, he, his sh- a shot gets blocked. And uh, at some point he goes, man, five, five foot, nothing girl block my shot. Yeah. And moping and so, around in the therapist's office. So, so all these guys are, they're, they're walking around, they're confused, they're, you know, just kind of powerless, joyless, talentless, thinking, what's going on? Who am I? What's happening? And, and so that's the image that I have and how this relates to, to life is I believe there are many people, you know, walking around with, you know, something much more important, uh, kind of stolen from them, so to speak. And, and specifically, I think and I'm guilty of this too. We, uh, we allow our joy and our peace to be stolen by circumstances, by difficulty, by the world and by Satan. And, and he's the enemy and, and evil and evil people. They steal our joy. We, we allow, you know, even, uh, something as simple as, you know, driving and some bad driver all of a sudden puts us in this bad mood and steals our joy. And then in more serious contexts, you know, we allow, you know, really difficult situations to, to steal our joy and steal our peace. And I don't think we have to, I think we, I think we allow it, but I think we, we have to understand that as followers of Jesus, we have access to him who is peace, who is joy, who, who, who gives us power within us. And, and so, you know, all too often we allow the lies of the enemy and, and all these, you know, kind of spiritual attacks to rob us of our joy and peace. And so here's what Jesus says in John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is a great, powerful verse and in, in, in talking about, you know, having an abundant life. And what does that really mean? That's a big topic we could probably have talked about before and will again. And so just kind of briefly, are we experiencing the abundant life with Jesus? And, and are we really walking around with the power of the Holy Spirit within us and tapping into that, that power? Is, is, is Christ alive in us where, you know, joy is, is, uh, exude, is being exuded from us? Peace, like it's, it's evident in our lives. Like, wow, there's, there's peace and joy in that guy. And, and so are we living in a, in a way where there's evidence of fruit in our lives? And, and so we'll talk about that in, in a moment. Um, or are we walking around kind of like Charles Barkley and you're just kind of floundering and just kind of powerless and you, you're wondering, all right, where, where, where's my joy and my peace and, and even hope? It's like, man, wait, wait, I got, I'm hopeless. I'm just, uh, I don't know what's going on. Is, is that who we are or are, are, and we're allowing the enemy the thief to kill, steal, destroy, steal. So we're kind of focused on the steal point, um, you know, stealing, stealing our joy. And so that's the, the, the premise of today. And it's, it's a challenging kind of concept to me. And so I don't want to be moping around like these, uh, these NBA players who had, had their talent stolen. Yeah, no, it's thankfully, you know, we have God's word to encourage us. And when we, when we think about hope in the Bible, 
especially when we're reading about hope in the New Testament, you know, as the church is forming, as Christianity is growing, it's not a circumstantial thing. Like, hope is this real anchor That's right. that the the early Christians held on to, especially in a culture where, you know, there was growing persecution. Uh, it was certainly uh, very noticeably countercultural to be following Jesus uh, in, you know, the, the time in which the New Testament's being written. But hope was this real anchor that couldn't be stolen from these from these these early Christians because they realized that no God can give me circumstantial peace and joy certainly, but when I'm without circumstantial peace and joy, my ultimate peace and joy and hope can't be robbed from me because it's tied to the resurrection of Jesus. Mm. The the gospel is foundational in that. Though God does give us circumstances where we're experiencing, you know, great happiness, great joy, you know, different things, great peace, we're really feeling those things. When when those circumstances, when we're not feeling those circumstances necessarily, we overall still have this incredible, deep-rooted peace and joy and hope. It's because we know ultimately we have peace with God. So our greatest worry, our greatest fear that we as people all deal with is what do we do with death? That's a, that's a great that's a grave reality. What do we do with death? Well, Jesus defeated death on our behalf, and now we're united to Him. Now we have peace with God. Circumstantial peace is great, but we have foundational peace that we are anchored to, which is incredible. And so, when God gives us circumstantial peace, we celebrate it in circumstances, situations that are amazing. We celebrate it. But it's out of it comes it flows out of the foundation of this real hope that we're actually anchored to. I think that's that's the key understanding of this, and and so that's why it's sort of silly that we do allow you know little things throughout our day to even steal our our, our joy, and and because our our joy should be so profound and so rooted, like like you're saying, uh, but we we do allow those things to happen. And, and there is an enemy. There is a, you know, there are spiritual attacks that are going on to make us question our, mm-hmm. our, our belief and question that anchor. And, and so are we going to allow the enemy to win or are we going to continue to remain rooted and, and aware of, of God's presence and his power and yes. the peace and the joy that we have because of the Holy spirit within us. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's why it's so, so important um, you know, Galatians 5, 16, uh, Paul writes, but I say walk habitually in the Holy Spirit, seek him and be responsive to his guidance. And then you will certainly not carry out the desire of the sinful nature, which responds impulsively without regard for God and his precepts. And so it's walking by the spirit. It, it's, it's understanding God's word, clinging to his, his truth, his precepts, mm-hmm. um, I think I think the word you use awareness and then that Galatians uh, scripture reference is huge because you know I think of uh, you know in C.S. Lewis's book Screw Tape Letters he's kind of imagining how how temptations work from from Satan and his uh, demons. One of the things C.S. Lewis writes about is distractions. So there's an example of someone trying to pray potentially, and this demon distracts this person with, oh, there's a sandwich, something super lighthearted. But it's easy, no matter how long we've been following Jesus, it is easy to not, 
it's easy to lack awareness on the reality of this foundational hope and joy and peace that we have in Christ that cause us to kind of really sway back and forth with these daily things that rob us of joy, that rob us of hope and peace because we lack awareness because we're not feeding it. You know, my pastor Mm. this past Sunday talked about when he goes days or if he's gone days without being in God's Word at any time in his his life, he thinks back and he goes, I I start to become a different person. Mm. It's because we may have been following Jesus for a long time, but we need to continually be immersed in God's Word because we still live in a fallen world where Satan is constantly trying to feed us lies. And when we're not spending time in God's Word, those lies start to feel real, and they start to feel truthful. Mm. But it's when we're really spending time in God's Word and reflecting and being aware of God's presence and what the reality of God, what God's done for us, we can point out, oh, wait, no, that's a lie. Oh, wait, no, that actually doesn't have to rob me of joy. We can catch ourselves in those moments. That's right. Then we, yeah, we combat the the attacks. And so, okay, if if we're walking in the spirit and living in the spirit, um, aware of his presence, aware of his power within us, uh, Galatians 5, 20 through, 22 through 23 tells us, but the fruit of the spirit, the result of his presence within us is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, this is the amplified, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So those, that's, the, that's the evidence. That's the fruit of living in the Spirit. And so if, if we're not representing those things and we don't have joy and peace like we're kind of focusing on today, then, okay, well, I'm not walking in the Spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning flesh, right? I'm, 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 I'm kind of yielding to the fresh, to the flesh versus yielding to the spirit. And so we've got to, we've got to adjust. And, mm-hmm. and like, like you said, we got to get back into God's word. We got to fellowship with him in, in prayer, in stillness, in, in, in quiet time with him. Um, and so, and then moment by moment, okay. Acknowledging, all right, am I, am I in the spirit? Okay. I'm not acting very joyful right now. So I'm allowing the world to, to, to rob me right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting caught up because I'm, now all of a sudden I'm I'm worried about I just watched the news so now the news just stole my joy, right? <laughs> or or I just was driving in and I just I lost my peace because uh, I started hearing lies, and so we've got to get back to no, no the spirit of truth in us, the spirit of power, mm-hmm. and so we're walking around like like uh, the 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 NBA players in Space Jam, kind of kind of lost, confused, powerless, or yeah, just moping around, head yeah, down. That's it. And, and kind of, you know, searching, and I don't know what's going on. Whereas we, we have the ability to remain anchored, like you were saying, firm foundation in the Lord, in God's Word, in, mm-hmm. in the Spirit. And that's what we got to keep, keep getting back to. And all those things you listed, the, the fruit of the Spirit, those aren't just gifts of the Spirit that are allocated, like one person may get peace, one person may get love. It's the fruit of the Spirit that we... Every Christian can reasonably and expectantly, expectantly expect to have the fruit of the Spirit. It's, it's kind of a good rubric, and that's not the best word, but a, a good standard to kind of reflect on. Man, lady, have I been really giving in to the desires of the flesh, or am I really submitting to the power of the Spirit in me? Okay, well, 
how did the how, what does the fruit of the spirit look in my life the past couple of weeks? Because all of the all of the fruits you just listed are for all Christians to have an experience. Yes. And it's a good thing to reflect, man. Maybe I haven't been joyful lately. Man, I've been really lacking self-control. Okay, well, let's take a step back and find ways. How can I surrender daily to the Holy Spirit in my life? Because all of those fruits are a reasonable thing to experience and have in our lives as Christians. No question. That it's it's available to us. And so, yeah. So why? Why? Okay. Why has my joy been been taken? Who did I allow to take it? You know. And why did I? Why did I allow my joy to to be zapped in that in that moment or right now? And what's 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 going on? And and going back to okay, where does real joy come from? Well, it comes from knowing Jesus, experiencing Jesus, being in His presence, fellowshipping with Him, realizing all He's done. That gives us joy. That gives us lasting joy. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the that's the goodness that we that we have available to us. And and, and same with peace. That we we have a a peace. And I think you put in there that, that surpasses all understanding. Yeah. Um, yeah. Philippians so four sevens in this talking. Paul's talking about you know. Uh, you know, praying to God uh, when feeling anxious. Uh, he says, um, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, be by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, and there's, there's two types of peace. I mean, we have peace with God that... We are in right relationship with God, but there's also the peace of God that God gifts us by His Holy Spirit that it really does surpass understanding because it's not this human thing we can kind of summon from within ourselves, this peace, but it's really this divine peace that God graciously gives us, especially when we're praying. And, you know, there's been plenty of times where there's been life situations where there's unexplainable peace that I have had in really difficult times in my life. And there's no other explanation than God has granted me this peace. There's nothing else to explain. And it's, it's one of those things where when you're walking with someone who's going through an, an, an awful situation or hardship, one of the best things we can do and pray for them is, God, would you just give them your peace that surpasses understanding? There's nothing else. There's nothing I can give them. I can sit here with them, but would you just give them the peace that doesn't make sense for, for people to have in these moments? Only right. God can give that. Absolutely. No, well, well said. And, and so going back to, okay, we've got an enemy trying to steal, kill, destroy— trying to steal our joy, steal our peace, feed us lies, all that kind of thing. And so we're up against it every day. As followers of Jesus, we are up against it. And so thankfully, we don't have to battle alone. We've got the, the, the power of Christ within us. We've got the, the Holy Spirit. We've got the, you know, the strength of the Lord. And as Ephesians 6, 10 through 13 says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil 
in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything, to stand. And so it goes on and explains what the, the armor of God is and encourage you to, to, to read that in Ephesians 6 and, and kind of look at that a little bit more and, and even you know consider on a regular basis, really a daily basis, are we putting on the armor? Are, are we you know, understanding the gospel and, and have the sword, the sword of the spirit and um, understanding what that, what that armor is. But, th- but thankfully we have, we have the protection. We have the ability to not give into the schemes, to not buy the lies, to not, you know, have our joy and peace stolen all the time. Um, so are we tapping into, you know, that ability mm-hmm. and, and, and relying on, on the Lord's strength and, and the spirit within us? It is a, we are in a battlefield every day. There's no, uh, you know, wake up, ah, maybe no battle today. Maybe I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll stay back at the kingdom. No, we're, there's a deployment every day in this world where we have got to rely on the strength of God. We have got to reflect intentionally about what we're anchored to. Because I know in my own life, I quickly can flee from what I know to be true. I quickly can forget what I know to be true. That's why when, when I hear the gospel proclaimed at church on Sunday, it's not, oh, no, I've heard that. It's, man, that's such a great reminder. Mm. I've heard the gospel hundreds and hundreds of times <clears throat> my life. I've read about it. I've thought about it. But yet each time I hear the gospel proclaimed to me, the Spirit reminds me, believe this, continue mm. to believe this, and it encourages my heart. Because again, we need that. We're still living in a world where Satan is trying to deceive us. Mm. We have to continually reflect on what we know to be true. Because as we battle the flesh, as, as, the, as the flesh battles the Spirit, if we're not reminding ourselves of what to be true, we're just going to go towards lies. And it's again, it's a it's a daily thing, especially especially for me as I reflect. It's got to be daily. Yep, yep. So the the full armor of God, uh, verse fourteen. Stand firm then, then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And I know some of that language sounds a little funny at, you know, when, they, when we first hear it, but we got to go beyond that. And it's, all right, do we understand the righteousness that we have because of Jesus? Do we understand the, the gospel and, and bringing that everywhere we go? Um, and, and the word of God, that's, that's our sword, the sword of the spirit, um, the Bible that we have access to. Are we using it? Are we using it? So we combat with the Bible. We those verses that, that are, are in our heart, the Spirit brings those to mind when we're in battle, when we're out right. and, and evil all around us, st- trying to steal our joy and peace, among other things. Focus on those two things today. So that, that's the encouragement and, and the opportunity that we have um, to, to not end up like those NBA players in Space Jam where the Monstars stole <laughs> their powers. <laughs> We don't, have, we, don't have to, we don't have to do that. Let, let, let's, let's, hang, let's, hang, let's hang on to our joy and our peace mm-hmm. um, and, and, and tap, in, tap into uh, yeah, all the power available to us. 
through, through Christ and through the Holy Spirit. So that's the message today. I hope that's encouraging. Any final thoughts, Luke, on the movie or, more importantly, the, the spiritual side of this? Well, just that I know I'm going to be needing to watch Space Jam again soon. Uh, maybe I'll give Space Jam 2 another chance. It's fine. Not the same. I might uh, give it a chance. Yeah. But yeah, spiritually just encouraged to. I can't I can't hear the gospel enough. I can't I can't immerse myself in God's word enough. I, I need it. I need it more than I think I need it. I think the Spirit's showing me that. Amen. Amen. And I think for me is I, I let too many silly things steal my joy. Just day to day annoyances frustrations steal my joy and I've got to I got to fight fight stronger uh, against that not in my strength but le- le- leaning on the Holy Spirit walking in the spirit uh, for sure and I watched Space Jam we watched it regularly Maddie and I love that movie so hmm. it'll, it'll be back in the rotation here soon that's a that's a fun one Has Michaela she, I mean, she, watched like, it? Was, she was demand demanding it the other day what's that has Michaela watched it so Michaela she's almost two she she's not a big TV watcher She'll, you know, a little Peppa Pig and some of the silly shows, but <laughs> um, she doesn't like, she doesn't sit still as, as much. So yeah, Maddie's more of uh, I guess she's more like me watching, uh, <laughs> watching <laughs> sports. I'm trying to you know, get her watching football this fall. We'll, we'll get her going again. That's right. Get so, on red uh, zone. That's right. Can't wait. Uh, but anyway, enjoying it. Fun talking movies here in the summer. We got two more episodes coming up where we will, uh, we'll talk movies and guess what? I think there will be another conversation about Michael Jordan as a little teaser as to what movie's coming up next. Um, So we'll have, we'll have some fun. Thanks for being with us. Email me Bryce at unpackingit.com. Favorite line from space jam. What is it? Bryce at unpackingit.com for Luke. I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected and through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans and follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast.